0: Hi, I'm Keegan and I'm Madigan and you're listening to your, your angry, angry neighborhood, neighborhood feminist. feminist this is a podcast where we explore the world through our own personal feminist perspective hello hello everyone I am so sorry to say I'm alone this week oh I'm so sad. So I'm going to explain a little bit off the top here of what was planned, what happened. So I had told all of you that there was going to be guests joining me for two weeks of news episodes. And so obviously last week, Date Card Podcast was kind enough to come and join me. And this week I was planning on having the lovely ladies of the podcast keep it weird on the show. Um Keegan and I have known Lauren and Ashley from the show for a few years. Actually, we both both shows did our first live shows together, I guess. Um and they're they're so sweet. Their show is amazing. I've been on Keep It Weird once before. Lauren actually wasn't there though. She had just given birth to her adorable child. Uh so I've been able to work with Ashley. I hadn't been able to work with Lauren. And so I was so, so excited for this to happen. And unfortunately, there were some health issues. Uh, There was, you know, just some personal issues. And then finally, there was some deadly tech issues. It's all good. If there is one thing that you need in this industry, it is patience. It is understanding. I, for one, I have screwed up so many times with tech stuff. So while I would much rather have them here, I would much rather have them be happy and healthy and come back another time when, you know, it can be all four of us and we can have a really good time maybe even for a full-length episode. So I just wanted to kind of start by prefacing all of that. So... I am just going to be kind of giving you the regular rundown of the news. This, I'm sure, is going to be a mini, mini episode, making up for the fact that last week ended up being so long because I enjoyed talking to our guests so much. So, I would like to start by talking about the weather in Texas. So, I'm sure as all of you are well aware, if you're not, you very well should be, where have you been? Uh, Texas is experiencing unprecedented weather conditions, like unbelievable amounts of snow, absolutely freezing, freezing, freezing cold weathers. And with that cold weather, uh, power outages have been happening all over Texas. Nearly 4.5 million Texans went without electricity on Tuesday. By Wednesday, 3.3 million Texans still had no power. So people are trying to figure out why these power outages are happening. So I read an article from USA Today, and that article was saying that at the most basic level, they're being caused because demand during the cold weather has outpaced the supply of energy used to heat and power homes. There's also the great concern of water shortage. So millions of homes and businesses are dealing with burst pipes, leaving people to boil water that is safe enough to drink for them. Like, let's just think about that. Millions and millions of homes. They say about 13 million Texans right now are being advised to boil their water before drinking it. The fact that that many people are left without safe drinking water right now is absolutely ridiculous, especially during a pandemic where we need clean, safe drinking water. It boggles the mind to me, truly. So the city's reservoirs, which can hold about 100 million gallons of water, which they say is about a day's worth, were nearly empty after the pipes had burst. So since these pipes were burst, that means that they now have to check for leaks. That's not something you could do quickly. And you can't just turn the systems back on because if you do so, the water would just run out of it. It's, you know, like running water out of a hose with holes all over it, you know? Hospitals are also being affected right now. Patients at St. David's South Austin Medical Center are using portable toilets and being distributed water bottles for their patients even to wash their hands. Officials in the city of Kyle, which is south of Austin, asked residents on Wednesday that quote, water should only be used to sustain life at this point. Water should be only used to sustain life at this point? My goodness. And I don't know about anybody else, but being from Minnesota and being someone who's very naturally cold, the only way that I feel that I can truly warm myself up is by getting in a hot bath and just sitting in that hot bath and letting the steam and everything take over. So thinking about the fact that there's really no relief, it seems, for these people in any way, shape, or form for, like, true heat. But more about the city of Kyle, uh, the officials are saying that the city is close to running out of water altogether, Days of unrelenting weather has left at least 38 people dead nationwide, and it has totally disrupted the distribution of the COVID-19 vaccine. Governor Greg Abbott of Texas says that the cold temperatures will persist through the weekend and urged his citizens to find a warming shelter near them. So we've just heard about all of this horrible weather, the way that the people of Texas are struggling and suffering right now. Here's another thing I'm sure hopefully all of you have seen on social media today, but Texas Senator Ted Cruz fled from the bad weather to a resort in Cancun, Mexico with his family. Now, Cruz claims that the trip was his daughter's idea since she had a week off of school and wanted to take her friends out on a trip. Put a pin in that. Okay. He said Thursday, quote, wanting to be a good dad, I flew down with them last night and am flying back this afternoon. Okay, yeah, sure, that was the plan all along. I'm completely sure of it. So where I said put a pin in that, all of this is incredibly hypocritical of him because not only is he letting his daughter and her friends fly during a pandemic, which he has criticized other politicians for doing, He's also letting them leave during a time that his state needs him the most uh, where he really does need to stand at least in face value. You would think that he would be standing with his people in a more obvious way. The fact that he so obviously looked like he was fleeing uh, was just such a slap in the face to everybody who is going through such a hard time right now. So for me, putting the hypocrisy of how he's treated others who have traveled during the pandemic as well as leaving the citizens that he has been charged to take care of it's just a really bad look i mean i would expect nothing less from ted cruz i wasn't expecting him to you know swoop in and be a superhero in this situation but of course it's always upsetting to see um you know, these things happen again and again. And especially to hear his hypocrisy just is such a a major eye roll to me. So the latest update on that I am recording Thursday evening. Cruz has returned to Texas. So we'll see. He's back. We'll see if he does anything about it. So especially because it's Black History Month and we are still in the throes of the pandemic, I thought it was important to speak on something that popped up in my news alerts, and I saw this from PBS NewsHour. This has to do with COVID-19 and the life expectancy of the Black population. The National Center of Health Statistics made a report of life expectancy in the United States since 2020 began. In the first six months of 2020, life expectancy in the United States as a whole dropped by a full year. And now let's put this into perspective because they say even the loss or gain of a few months is usually enough to grab the attention of health statisticians. So a one-year decline is like an absolutely alarming rate. So now while this is troubling for all Americans... As we know, Black Americans have been hit extremely bad because of the COVID-19 pandemic, and they are not receiving the same equity in healthcare. The life expectancy of a Black man right now is comparable to their life expectancy in 1942 and 1943 as World War II was worsening. That, that is absolutely insane for me to think about. That is absolutely ridiculous. These latest numbers further magnify the disparities that communities of color had suffered through the pandemic. So, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, life expectancy for a white man has dropped by eight-tenths of a year during the first six months of the pandemic, compared to that of a black man who had three years shaved off their life during this pandemic. Eight-tenths of a year, versus three years. That is an incredible disparity. And it's especially upsetting when black people have been gaining life expectancy throughout the decades, moving closer and closer to the white population. In 1900, black Americans were dying an average of 14 years sooner than white Americans. But by 2019, that gap shrank to 4.1 years. Back just two years ago, this gap was just 4.1 years, and it has been pushed exponentially further back in that short amount of time. I've also learned that it is easier for life expectancy to shorten than it is to lengthen. It takes a lot more time and effort and work to make a change, because in order for our country to recover, we must continue to focus on building health equity, to focus on systemic racism in all different parts of, you know, our politics. And right now, especially during the pandemic, focusing on equal health care is so important. So especially during a month that we are honoring and celebrating uh, an amazing culture and history of people, we need to also remember that we are very much still in the middle of our very own civil rights movement right now. You know, Keegan and I talked a lot during the summer about our fears of the movement losing its momentum, of people starting to care less. I've been doing a lot of reflecting lately because almost like a new year, we're kind of we're reaching that year mark, you know, that we've all kind of been in some sort of, you know, lockdown or restriction because of the pandemic. And so, you know, thinking about all of that, I think about the fact that Brianna Taylor died last March. George Floyd died last May. Like these one year anniversaries are coming up. These one year anniversaries where we raised hell in the streets and demanded change. And so, this Black History Month, don't just think about the history and the things that have happened in the past. And again, these things that have happened are not that long ago. Rosa Parks did not live that long ago. Martin Luther King Jr. did not live that long ago. You know, these, these legends that we have in our heads, we think of them as being so long gone in times past and they're not. We cannot just learn about the history and not do anything about the present. To me, that's hypocrisy. So everything that you're learning right now, and hopefully You've had an education this month. I know that, you know, for the show, it's been a little bit different because Keegan's been out of town, you know, especially doing things like that by myself. I don't feel as confident doing. I would rather have Keegan with me. I think her voice is important in these conversations. But since it is just me here by myself, I hope that everything you're learning this month is going to be put into action for things that need to change today. I feel like I just gave some sort of campaign speech or something. (laughs) Definitely didn't mean to. Um, Unfortunately, I don't really have any like happy chipper news or anything like that for you right now, unfortunately. Oh, actually, this is really interesting. So because I'm going to want to talk about something different when the girls from Keep It Weird come on next time. I'm going to tell you what I was going to talk about today briefly. Uh, I'm not going to go into all of it because it would be really boring just to hear me talk about. But I was looking into Venus fly traps. Now, there's some new stuff that came out like in a science journal about them having their own magnetic field. And like it's super crazy and super interesting. But I would rather talk to them about that kind of stuff. But I also found this little tidbit very, very interesting. So apparently... The Venus flytrap got its name because a bunch of pervy botanists saw it and thought that it looked like a woman's vagina. So if you've never seen a Venus flytrap, it kind of looks like like a mouth you know it's got or like like a jaw but then it's got these little like hairs sticking out of you know the, the jaws I guess I'll call them um that are called trigger hairs and those are the things that can like detect when the insects come near to then snap that jaw shut and they can digest whatever it wants to eat whatever okay so they were like oh these little hairs are like pubic hairs so funny and oh it traps whatever it eats women like you know very like So I'm imagining like frat boy botanists. So that is why they they call the flower Venus, because Venus is the goddess of love and sex. So next time somebody brings up Little Shop of Horrors or wants to talk about Venus flytraps with you, you can bring up that fun little uh, sexist tidbit. All right. Well, I'm glad I remembered that because I really didn't want to end on a down note, especially by myself. So I want to remind all of you that there will be Patreon coming so, 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 so soon. When I have an exact date for you, I will give it to you. I promise. But it is coming soon. Also, we are in the process of getting that merch done so we would love to hear from you we want to know what do you want to hear from us on patreon and we want to know what kind of merch do you want do you want shirts are you into totes are you into stickers or are you more into buttons Um, are there any catchphrases that you like are there any kind of styles that you like you know just any sort of ideas to be thrown out there will really help us out a lot and we love to hear about your opinions on that so if you have anything like that to share, if you have a news story to share, go ahead and email us at neighborhoodfeminist at gmail.com. You can also direct message us and follow us on Instagram at Angry Neighborhood Feminist. We have a Twitter that we sometimes use at Yamp Podcast, Y A N F Podcast. We have a Facebook business and group page. You can go over to the group page and chat with the other wonderful listeners, and then go over to the business page and leave us a review. When you're done there, if you haven't done so already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review there. That is the best way for you to show your support and show your love, and we really, really appreciate it. All right, that's all I've got for you lovely people today. With all of that being said, I encourage you to rage on. Bye.